0: Welcome to the Painter Files podcast, episode fifty-nine. We're almost at sixty. <laughs> That's crazy. Mm. I am your host, Javard Blake. I'm back on my Bluetooth mic. I've been having fun with the uh, the app and everything, but it's been—I don't know. I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm getting the same immersion I was getting when I was kind of just getting really into the groove of all of it beforehand. So now I'm back into it. And I feel pretty happy about it. (laughs) It's silly, but it's it's those little silly things that just kinda grab you. They make everything just I don't know. It all just comes together. But yeah. So I've got a new thing going on with my Patreon, just in case you guys don't know, because you're maybe you haven't discovered it yet. Uh, if you go to my website, <laughs> uh, JawsBlake.com, sorry, not JawsBlake.com, jazzblakeblog.com you will find a link to my Patreon, because you can only get that way, because at some point in time, I occasionally draw nudity, and that puts me on a watch list for Tumblr, where I cannot, you can't search me, I can only give you a link. Watch list probably isn't the right word. <laughs> Uh, It puts me as adult content, and so you have to look at it that way, which is fine. I mean, I've made my amends with all of it. It's a little crazy, but it's life. What do you do, you know? (sighs) So beyond that, how are you guys doing? You guys doing well? I'm going to pause for an answer. No. I hope everything's going well with you. I hope your lives are treating you proper and you're just experiencing all the beautiful things. Now, to give you a heads up, there will not be a I'm pulling back a little more from the YouTube stuff. I was doing a YouTube video and then a and then a podcast every other week and next week is my birthday. So, I'm not going to make anything. <laughs> I'm just going to relax. So yeah. Um I'm trying to think. So, I have been in my attempt to mellow the fuck out, which has been hard because it's been a little stressful. So but in my attempt to mellow out, I have been reading two books <laughs> cuz one would make it simple. Now, I have one in my bag that I always carry around with me. As someone said, if you want to get better about reading, you need to make sure that the opportunities are there. So I've got one in my bag, which is a Manhattan Loverboy, which sounds like a Harlequin Quinn novel, but it's not. Uh, (laughs) And the other is The Fuck Up, uh, which also... Might sound like a horror. I don't really know the titles of them, so I guess they could both sound like it. It's kinda of like if somebody goes, That sounds really French, and you go, That doesn't sound French at all and they go, Well, speak some French, and then you're like, I don't know French. Mm-hmm. That's what this feels like. Uh they're both by Arthur Necessin. And they're just these two interesting he tells stories about these like young men in New York during kind of odd times in history and they're not biographies but they're just kind of stories and they're all kind of around the boroughs which i find interesting i've always kind of enjoyed new york and so these are the things i read one a while back which was called chinese takeout chinese takeout was about this guy who was an artist because you know vanity and he was living in New York during the height of the AIDS crisis, or HIV crisis. So, it's just kind of interesting to get the perspectives of all these people who are just kind of doing their own thing. And then, you know, they're affected because it's a huge thing. Uh, the Fuck Up is a playwright who basically just doesn't have his shit together. And he keeps trying to figure out, like, what to do next, And it's just chaotic, but I like him sort of, I kind of don't like him as a character, but I like the story. And the Manhattan lover boy is this guy who's kind of autistic, just a little bit, just on the spectrum, just a tiny bit. And he's uh, an orphan and he has a scholarship and he's trying to go to the school and he's not really sure what he's going to do with his life. And then the chaos ensues. I got a bad habit of, like, reading these types of books. Uh, and then, you know, I've got other books that I'm kind of picking up and putting down. And it's okay, honestly. In addition to that, you know, I've been doing a lot with the photography, as, a, as well as the 6 of 30, and as well as just... I just like taking photos. I'm looking at possibly purchasing this new Canon camera that I like, with all these lenses and, like, all these filters and everything and i'm also looking at something maybe just to put on my cell phone so i can use that in addition to just kind of film things and like record and take pictures i just like walking around and like getting like a glimpse of kind of the things that are going on it's funny because i'd never thought when i was a kid and i was taking photography In high school and then my first job being a photographer and a developer for Six Flags or Carowinds as it was known then I think it's still it might still be Carowinds I'm not sure it's in North Carolina South Carolina North Carolina it's like on the border one of those things and yeah I just I don't know what caught me and then I hated the job because theme parks suck and (laughs) working at a theme park is not the entertaining part And everything just kind of... I fell back out of it. There wasn't a... Had they had offered another photography class at the end of that semester, I would have taken... End of that year, I would have taken another one. But uh, the teacher quit because he hated it. hated being a teacher. He had, like, blonde, curly hair, and he was a short little guy, and he was, like, just... Just a little, a a little bean, as as my wife refers to some people. Just a little, he's a little bean. (laughs) He was a little bean. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was him. I don't remember his name. I still have some of my old projects I did with him. And, I don't know, it was just really cool and kind of fun. And it had a lot of just really beautiful parts to it. I was like this weird little kid who... Was just trying to figure out how to be cool around a bunch of people who I thought were way cooler than me. that's kind of how it worked out. It was so strange because they were like a year older than I was. And their photography wasn't really better than mine. It was just silly. All of it was just silly. We were... Always trying to just get into all types of trouble in dark rooms, and it was just, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I feel bad for teachers now, because I'm like, wow, we did not do the work we were meant to do initially. Like, we eventually got there, but it had to be such a struggle to get us to just kind of behave and do as we were expected to do and as we were wanted to do. Because most of the time we were just causing trouble and havoc. <laughs> we take these photos and we develop them and then we'd just try and make it out and as teenage kids, I mean Develop weird, horrible photos. <laughs> end up taking basically, uh, with very expensive cameras, just take a bunch of selfies though. They weren't selfies at the time because you had to develop, you had to develop them and they were never really that great. (laughs) We put books together and I don't know. It was just funny. My friend Jason, he was like the first kid I knew who had tattoos. The first like real tattoos. And I remember being super jealous, and I ended up getting a tattoo right on my 18th birthday. And he was not there, because he was older than me, so he had already graduated. And I thought I was so cool that I dyed my hair blue, and then my mom hated that, so I had to shave my head, and I was very sad about it. (laughs) And I just remember thinking... This is the year where I declare myself as an artist. I shall do these things. These things shall be mine. (laughs) It's just like, no, you're going to go to art school. And it's going to be a mess. And you're going to meet a lot of really wonderful, beautiful individuals. And you're also going to get caught up with a lot of drama that you really shouldn't have bothered yourself with. But I feel that's like hindsight. Like hindsight makes sense of the things that you were not willing to make sense of at the time so yeah that was uh how those things went i guess it's just kind of funny and now like look at me i'm in like an illustration club with like one of my one of the great artists uh of my time who's fun not the style that i want to have in my work but just i enjoy seeing it i think people make that weird misconception about art that like you only want to see your art an art that's like yours, and like that's not true. Like the art that I love is not art that I make. I have my own style, so I don't need someone who makes art like me to then inspire me. That makes sense. Pause for response. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep saying that. Um. So yeah, I'm in Fran's Illustration Club, which I, you know, I told you guys about it. I'm on Discord and. We do that. Uh, I no longer really have my Discord channel because nobody really wanted to do it, and to be completely honest, I don't want to keep up with it. I'm doing too many different things as we speak, so that's just too much. But uh, friends, Illustration Club actually has like this really uh, friend nerd. Look her up on anything; you'll you'll find her. Just kind of like a French cartoony thing going, even though she's Chilean. Um, she just has, like, this really cool anime style, so, yeah, I just, I love her work, she's really, really kind of awesome, and she's a sweet kid, so, you know, they recently moved to Brooklyn, her and her husband, Ed, Ed's who's an amazing photographer, and, um, yeah, you know, I'm just, their new project for the month that I gotta work on is, I gotta illustrate a character... Or a scene from my favorite book. And it doesn't matter what book it is. So I got a lot of options because they're crazy. <laughs> my brain does not work on the simple aspects. It only does crazy stuff. It comes up with crazy things. So when other people are going to be making lots of cutesy work, I'm probably going to go a little dark. <laughs> because that's what I do. I don't do... I don't really do sweet work. I don't I've never wanted to be a sweet artist. When I was a kid I wanted to be like this black gothic artist and then I didn't really wanna do that. But I've always kind of I've always been the pillar of uh of weirdness trying to bring forth art apocalypse, no. Um trying to bring just everything to fruition like I, I love being kind of like a a king of the outcast. it's nice like i like i love the blackness of the ink it's dark like my soul no <laughs> no that's stupid um i made enough goth puns at this point um no i just i don't know i just always loved it i always loved tattoos and crazy hair and crazy colors and just the non-conformity is amazing and it's beautiful and there should be more of it so I will be the one that makes it if I not really if I have to but I'm going to be the one that makes it because I love making it that's what I do and then there's my buddy MJ Lindo MJ has this really epic kind of oil paint style where we're all making different work but I don't know it's just something about the way she does just colors and shading and texture. It's just there's a greatness to it you know there's this amazing greatness that comes about it and it is unparalleled and uncanny so yeah that's one of the many reasons and I've kind of become you know sort of friends with a lot of these people like I feel like me and MJ are friends but um Fran, I mean, Fran's great. Fran has like a billion people that she interacts with. So I don't expect Fran to know who I am in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, artist to artist. We both make pretty epic work, but we're very different at the same extent. And then there's this uh, one chick, Heather, I'm trying to say her name right, Muller. M A H L E R. Heather Miller. Miller? Miller. Heather just does like this really cool kind of pop art, crazy comic thing. I have one of her pieces in my studio. That's how great she is. <laughs> that I bought one of her pieces and I put it in there. And then there's Theo, who does just these incredible artworks. There's all these artists that like I I, I find myself want, randomly kind of pondering in the middle of the night, watching and looking through their feeds and just gleaming. They just they have these details that like I want to focus more on with my own work and my own style, and so that's what I do. I mean, and then there's the whole aspect of. There's a whole aspect of, like, with Fran. Fran is got this simplicity to it that I love also. Like, it's just this kind of chill, laid-back vibe that is imperative to the art. It's a weird median <laughs> to straddle the two lines between super details and laid-back craziness. So, yeah. And then, you know, I do giant art pieces that hopefully will end up in famous museums. Cross those fingers. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be in galleries, I want to be in museums. That's right. Skip lunch, go straight to the feast. (laughs) Uh, God. So Alex's birthday was last Tuesday. She is 31 and amazing, and I love you, Alec. (laughs) So thank you. My wife is this awesome, funny, just sweet person. And she works really hard. She thinks she doesn't, but you know, I think that's kind of the curse of people who work really hard. They think they're lazy, they're not lazy. They're just tired because they work so much. (laughs) so while we were walking back from the metro we ran across this really fuzzy fuzzy cat who came out of someone's driveway and began to roll on the ground so that we would pet it and rub it and it's like licking our hands and it's super sweet it was just this really kind of beautiful beautiful moment and i felt myself really happy and as we walked away and the cat tried to follow us i felt myself feeling very sad because it made me think of goose. And I know it hasn't been that long. I mean but it sticks with me. So yeah. I shall share that with you. <laughs> Hold for applause. No. Um no, it's just I know it hasn't been that long. And I know I gotta give myself more time to grieve. But those moments they sneak up on you. That's just kind of I guess how all of it just kind of goes down You find yourself Sitting there Contemplating Breathing and living And then Like a lightning bolt It just happens The sky lights up And suddenly it all flashes into your eyes So yeah I saw a cat It made me miss my cat It made me miss having a cat But I understand, you know, it all takes time. So I'm giving myself time, like Lynn said. I give myself time to just heal and live. Because that's what I'm I'm working towards, you know. That's what it's about. (laughs) So... To get off of said topic, uh, I am working on a giant painting. And most of you who follow my work know exactly what I'm working on. For those who don't, I'm doing a feather, uh, a uh, full-figured woman, a giant full-figured woman. Uh, and then I'm adding all my colors and my textures and my my details and all these things. And I wanted to do this because I feel like in art... There are the Botticellis, but there are not... Nowadays, they do a lot of, like, waif women. You don't see so much women who live lives and eat food and, you know, are tired and just... You don't see that. They're not represented. And I felt, you know, I felt I should really represent them in something beautiful. Now, the irony in this is it is apparently Women's Month. I did not know it was Women's Month. International Women's Month until just recently. So this kind of works out in my favor. But I'm just, yeah, I'm just working on it. I I love, I wasn't so sure about the illustration initially. I wasn't so sure it turned out as good as I wanted it to. And then, and then I started adding color and texture. And little inlays and unders and overs and loop-de-loops and etc. And it's starting to come together, you know, starting to really actually come together. And I love that. I love that it has these kind of little insert blocks. They remind me of like little uh, Jello molds. I used to pull them out, and they'd be like these perfect squares and diagonal triangle, and the triangles and rectangles. And this time I actually just drew them on the page with a pencil. I didn't use my my painter's tape this time. And I just painted them all on by hand. And I like that they're not perfect. Like, it celebrates the imperfection in the painting. And then the last block I added was like this yellow uh, as of late. And I made it a point to let the yellow after I'd done all these other ones perfect to just bleed into everything. <laughs> the drips the fucking drips, you know, and just really get in there. And it just, I don't know, it felt felt like breathing and stretching again. I'm always at this constant war with myself trying to figure out, like, do I go back to one of my old styles, or do I just live in my style that I have now? And the truth is, you don't really go backwards. You go forward and you incorporate things that you've learned, because they're yours. They're always yours. But you you do allow yourself to just kind of if it doesn't come naturally, you just don't do it with particularly with painting. Large paintings particularly, but paintings in general, you just don't do it. You don't you don't go back and make it so that it's like this impossible time traveling thing that just doesn't make sense. That's not how it works. Hmm. So yeah. So my birthday is coming up, by the way. It's March 18th, so you're welcome to send me pleasantries and write me little nice notes and stuff. I'm going to be 37. I'm so close to 40. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) I'm just reading. I'm I'm, I'm compiling my, uh, my stack of New Yorkers. I've never written. I've never managed to read past the odd little parts of it and my cardigans. Uh and I'm going to sit down and look at things and read them and then Google search the artists and all these things that I missed because I was too busy trying to read about, you know, the Iran Contra or whatever in these books for these super long digital spaces in which they write all these things. Jesus. Oof. There's so much in a New Yorker. <laughs> It's like' a, it's, it's like a real book. it's like a it's like a magazine, but a book at the same time. I just can't uh, it's it's stiff, it's steep. I'm scared sometimes with my ideas that I want to do with uh with the six of thirty that I'm going to come off like a New Yorker <laughs> and it's just going to be this unreadable blabble nonsense thing and I don't want that. I want you to read it and look at it and go, wow, this is really beautiful. And so, that's what I'm gonna work on. I'm going back to it. I want to give myself time to let my brain stew and kind of uh, move itself around. And I'm just, you know, doing my, doing my Portuguese as I do. I fala a lot, I don't remember how to say a lot. Damn, that sucks. I will. Right. Well, right. You'll follow Portuguese uh, a lot. <laughs> so it feels good. I don't know. It feels good. I ran into my friend who's a uh, Afro-Portuguese, Afro-Brazilian as myself. And he, he was saying that we have a bit of a disagreement on Maduro. And uh, particularly on uh, Passanero. And uh, he sees it as a possibility, not merely Maduro. He doesn't like Maduro. But he sees it as a way for the country to heal. And so although there's a lot of problems, he's like, we can't just keep going the way that we're going and not fixing things. So we got to give this guy a chance to fix things. Because that is the better way to deal with stuff. In which I'm not so sure I agree with him. In fact, I'm pretty sure I disagree with him. <laughs> I think putting somebody who's homophobic and kind of a monster as the head of your thing, as the head of your country, because you felt like everybody else was fucking up, is not really the big good way to go. I think there's... I think you can do both. I think you can oppose the things that are wrong about a place. And you can support the things that are right. And you can come up with things that are right. Like, we are we are not as one-sided as we think we are on a lot of things. So, yeah. We've got to figure out a way to make things better and stop making things worse because we are bored or we don't feel like these things matter i think my my most common thing i've been saying to people recently is there's something to be said about like green new deals and stuff like that where you see these people kind of shake it off really quickly and the interesting aspect of that is it's kind of like someone who they, they remind me of like someone at a school who someone, someone who's not at school, sorry, who's looking at someone else whose kids are at school. And like they really need to change these things. Like they need to make this better and repaint these things and take this stuff out because I don't want my kids to get sick and et cetera. And the person just looks at you and goes, I ain't got no kids, man. I don't, I'm not really concerned about this. I'm, I'm against it because I don't want to spend more money on taxes, and I, I don't have any kids, so you're not going to get me to agree with this. And you're like, yeah, but you should care about kids, regardless of whether you actually have them or not. They, uh, what was it, Stevie Wonder, I believe the children are our future, teach them well, and let them lead the way. Like, there's a truth to that. There's a complete and utter truth to that. This is life. If you don't, if you don't push these people to live and be more than they, they're not going to be, it's not hard to contemplate and understand. We, we have to fight for the good things. Stop fighting over all the bad stuff and fight for the good things. I think that's the important thing. <sighs> I'm so wise at 37. I'm so wise. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to hold for applause. Don't worry. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to the podcast this long. Like we're at 59. We are, we are so close to getting that AARP card. So close. It's going to be so sweet. I can taste the soup and sandwiches from here. <laughs> All right. Um, Tattoo Fingers, still great. Uh, I feel happy about it. My best buddy Jenna had a birthday on the 9th. So, happy birthday Jenna. And, um, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good year. This is the start of a new year for me. This is my personal New Year's. So, I don't know about you guys, but I'm celebrating New Year's on my birthday. Because it's my, my New Year's. That's right, the world started uh when I was born and so the year started the same and no. None of those things are true. Um, no, I just wanna I wanna I wanna walk into the new the year the new year of my life and do some really awesome things. I have a list of these strange and awesome things that I wanna do and I think really they're going to be kind of awesome, but I've got to make sure that I do myself right by these, you know, they're not extremely difficult they're not extremely simple. My list at 37 draw every day. We'll see how that works out. Uh, (laughs) Love myself more. I feel like I might be able to pull that off. Hang out more. I feel sometimes I'm so focused that I forget to just be a part of everything. Follow Portuguese, which is pretty easy for me at this point. I'm just doing it every day. And it's coming along pretty nice. And, you know, I'll just keep doing it. A lot of this stuff's probably just going to keep doing. Um, take photos daily of life existing. <laughs> I think I can pull that off. Uh, save money. That is super fucking hard. But I'm I'm getting better. I'm investing, so I'm not saving, but I am investing. I need to save too, but it's hard. You don't make a lot of money in life, so you know it's difficult to then save money you don't have. Uh, use more cash. Now I figured that's probably the best way that I'm gonna save money. I can spend cash and then take the change and then put that in a jar. And then when I finish, I can then take that jar and put it in my savings account. So, and this is my theory. Um, I'm going to read more because it's super important to read more. I also think I'm going to add write more, too. Uh, it's easy to read a lot but not really work on anything or write anything. Uh, I want to have a show, but I don't want to have a conventional show. Because conventional shows have kind of screwed me over as years have gone by. I'm not interested in that anymore. I'm just not. Uh... Dance silly to music. I feel like I need more of this. I love music. Uh grew up in a radio station, so it makes perfect sense that I am all about my music. So I gotta dance more silly. Stop taking everything so seriously. It's too easy to take everything so seriously. And then uh, you know, find uh find peace. You know, something simple. Just, you know, round it off with something real easy. Real uh real kind of uh You know, take take my time and just 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 have peace. You know, have have world peace. (laughs) Uh, The last one's gonna be hard, but I think I'll get there. All right, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, You're my favorite Galeras in all in the whole world. Just so you know, Uh, this has been Panther Files podcast episode fifty nine. I am Joar Blake, as you well know. And I'm signing out. Ciao. Patreon kids.